The Irish Times Inside Politics podcast is going to be holding another live event. This one is in central Dublin on Thursday, May the 16th at 8am. We are going to be in Medley in Dublin too. We only have a few tickets left, so if you want to join me in conversation with head of Ipsos polling in the US, Cliff Young, along with Pat Leahy and Jennifer Bray, looking at the polling in Ireland in the run-up to the European and local elections, just go to irishtimes.com slash events where you can get your tickets. It's Thursday, March the 7th, and you're very welcome to this additional politics podcast from the Irish Times. I'm Hugh Linehan. With me in studio are political editor Pat Leahy. And Pat, this is one of these days that all political correspondents get a little quiver of anticipation because we have one of our Ipsos MRBI opinion polls on the state of the leader and the state of the government and the state of the parties. Let's start with our great leader, Leo Varadkar. Well, and my compliments for keeping your excitement uh, just about contained this morning, Hugh. The biggest story in this poll, I think, is of the decline in Leo Varadkar's personal rating allied to the de- decline in support for Fine Gael. So Fine Gael's support drops from 33% in our last poll in October to 30% today, a three-point drop that's outside the margin of error and moving from that sort of mid-30s comfort zone for Fianna Fáil down to just holding above 30%. Perhaps more serious or at least equally worrying, I think, for Fianna Gael is the slump in Leo Varadkar's personal satisfaction rating, which comes down from 51% in October to 43% today. That's a hefty eight-point decline. And that comes after two further declines in the previous polls. We sat in here in this studio over a year ago and we talked about Leo Varadkar having the same sort of personal ratings that hadn't been seen in a Taoiseach since the glory days of Bertie Ahern. Uh, but that has fallen away since. What rate was he at then? I he was at 60% mm. uh, in January of 2018. He's now at, as we say, 43%. So we've lost a quarter of that satisfaction rating, more than a quarter of it uh, in the intervening period. And I think that's worrying for Fine Gael for a couple of reasons. I think that long term, that trend is perhaps not unexpected. I think when Leo Varadkar became Taoiseach, people were struck by his novelty. You know, he was young, he was energetic, he was different. They, were, they, they found him interesting. They were interested in what he has uh, and what he had to say. And, and I, I, I write in an analysis piece today, harking back to a previous piece of Irish Times research that, um, uh, that was done some time ago. But when... Leo Varadkar was very much on people's political radar and the way they looked at him was almost as if he kind of wasn't a politician at all. There was something different about him. They believed he he told it as it was and and so forth. And that was, I mean, Bertie Ahern achieved that trick too, didn't he? Yeah, indeed. I mean, it's the greatest trick for any politician to pull is to make you believe that actually they're not really politician at all. But of course, that's fundamentally incompatible over a period of time with being Taoiseach, because once you've been Taoiseach for a period of time, people will realise that actually you are a politician after all. And I think that's part of what's going on. I mean, that's a very interesting analysis, but I have a couple of questions about it. One is, is this then an entirely natural process? Would it have been expected that just the passage of time, the the varnish starts wearing a bit thin? Or are there there particular uh, issues? Obviously, the government's had a 
not a great time since Christmas. Yeah. Do you think those in particular feed into this or uh, perhaps any particular actions of Leo Varadkar himself? I do. I don't necessarily think it's an either or. So we would have expected if Leo Varadkar became, you know, when, when Leo Varadkar became Taoiseach and that sort of honeymoon period became, although it was slightly delayed uh, for reasons I don't quite yet understand, but um, when that sort of, uh, that, that, you know, the, the new Taoiseach gloss was heavily upon him, we could have expected, we may even have said it in the studio, that that won't last uh, forever. But what has happened here, I think, is that it has happened quite quickly and it has been maybe concertinaed sort of into a period. And whilst the data today doesn't give us reasons, empirical reasons for the fall off in support, we have to apply our own political intelligence to it and observe that this comes after a period in which the government has been under significant pressure on the old reliables of housing and health, but also in recent weeks on the Children's Hospital, which politicians in Leinster House of all parties say has broken through with the public to catch their attention in a way that many political issues of the day or controversies of the day don't do. And perhaps particularly damaging to Leo Varadkar because part of the brand that was being sold, the Varadkar brand was young, modern, competent, will deliver. And if you look at the sort of pitch that Leo Varadkar appears to be building for the next general election, whenever that comes, one based around his headline-grabbing promise of substantial tax cuts in the next, uh, in in uh, were, were he to form the next government, that is something that hinges on economic credibility, and that economic credibility, that sort of sense that people need to have if that strategy is to be successful of Fine Gael being trusted with the national finances or trustworthy with the national finances, which is what Fine Gael authentically believes in and of itself. I wrote a column recently about Regina Doherty uh, saying uh, on, on, in, a, in, in a radio interview that the problem was with Fine Gael was that they were too prudent with the, uh, with, with the national finances. That was the problem that people associated uh, with, uh, with Fine Gael, too cautious and too prudent. I think that's been severely damaged by, uh, by the Children's Hospital debacle. And I think, although as I say, we don't have data that tells us this, I think it is very much linked to both the decline in the Fine Gael vote and Mr. Varadkar's decline. And today. in terms of the Varadkar um, number, how much store should we set by these kind of leadership beauty contest elements of the opinion polls we run? How important historically have they proved to be as an, as an indicator? I, I think they're I think they're important up to a point. Leaders are increasingly important in um, uh, in general election campaigns. They're increasingly presidential. Now, you must bear in mind that the question that voters are asked on the ballot paper is not who do you want to be Taoiseach. It's who, which of this list of candidates do you want to elect as a TD for the local area? And that's a really important distinction that is sometimes missed in kind of pre-electoral analysis of, of Irish elections. That having been said, campaigns are important. They can be decisive uh, 
especially amongst that cohort of voters whose votes are up for grabs at the start of the campaign and maybe leaning towards one party or another, maybe completely undecided. And they will make up their mind throughout the course of the campaign. And that is a large proportion of Irish voters, an increasingly large proportion of Irish voters. And leaders really matter in the, uh, in the campaign. We saw that in the last general election where Micheál Martin had a very good campaign, dragged Fianna Fáil up, uh, dragged the Fianna Fáil vote up in the course of that campaign campaign and the Kenny had a bad campaign, the Fianna Gael vote uh, fell away. That wasn't the only thing that was happening, but it was an important part of what was happening. So the way people view the leaders in advance of the campaign, notwithstanding whatever happens in the campaign, is an important starting point and is an important indicator, especially at this pre-election period in uh, in the polls. Now, Leo Varadkar is not the newest leader of a major political party in Ireland. That uh, honour belongs to Mary Lou Macdonald and Sinn Féin. How's she doing? Uh, not good, I'm afraid. And um, so one of the curiosities in this poll is that just as the main government party drops off, um, the, the, the second largest opposition party, Fianna Fáil, I suppose, is an, op- is an opposition party, albeit it supports government in, uh, in some respects. Uh, but the, the, the most, shall we say, the most vocal opposition party, or the most opposition-y of the opposition parties, also falls away. So, Fianna, uh, so Sinn Féin support drops by three points and uh, down from 24% in October to 21% uh, today. And uh, Mary Lou Macdonald's own personal rating falls even more dramatically from 40% in October to 33% uh, today. So, and that again coming after a period in which Sinn Féin have been vocally oppositional on a number of uh, on a number of issues, not least on the children's hospital issue when it was that party, remember, that pushed the no confidence vote in the Dáil against Simon Harris on this uh, on this point. Uh, but there's been no political payoff for them at all. And, uh, you know, I think that Mary Lou Macdonald's first year as, and uh, I make this point, the analysis piece today, Mary, Lou's, Mary Lou Macdonald's first year, um, the first, the second bit of it was an awful lot more difficult, I think, than the first bit of it. And I see no sign that that is going to turn around. And the kind of difficulties which he faced, like a rather extremely underwhelming presidential campaign, for example, and a, um, a few other issues, defections from the party in the, in the last few months as well, other questions arising. But she is in opposition. And those things shouldn't have quite as much purchase in the popular imagination, should they, as a major government fiasco like the National Children's Hospital. So she's somehow, she's not doing what was hoped by Sinn Féin when Gerry Adams stepped down, that she would, presumably that the party would get a bump, would become more attractive well, to a certain cohort of I think of there's a couple of things going on there, right? So one thing, uh, I mean, her support is still very strong among Sinn, Sinn Féin uh, voters. But in some respects, the point of Mary Lou Macdonald's leadership was not to be popular amongst Sinn Féin voters. It was to extend the party's reach. She is having difficulty doing that. Now, look, we should say, we should preface everything that we say, and we should say it constantly, that this is one opinion poll. It is not the uh, uh, infallible political oracle. But allied to all the other data we have and all the other trends that we've been examining, it does tell us 
some things. And I think that this poll today tells us some important things and it confirms to me the suspicion that many of us have had about Mary Lou MacDonald's leadership that whatever else is going on there, it has not reached into that middle ground that she had anticipated that it would and her party had anticipated it would. And I actually think that there is something of a dilemma for the party uh, for the party now. So bad news for Fine Gael, bad news for Sinn Féin. One would presume, therefore, that there's good news for Fianna Fáil. Well, you would, but I'm afraid you'd be, you'd be wrong. So Sinn Féin support falls, albeit, albeit marginally, within the, within the margin of error by one point today, down from 25% to 24%. Michal Martin's personal satisfaction rating falls from 39% to 35%. Uh, so the support isn't going to Fianna Fáil. Fianna Fáil somewhat kind of in this poll, I think, kind of treading water. Now, there's a five-point gap between Fianna Fáil and Fianna Gael. Uh, that is smaller than it has been in several recent uh, polls, several recent Irish Times polls. And Fianna Fáil has an electoral strength compared to some of the other parties by virtue of its strong organization, Ordesh recently is another. They're strong. The the organization is quite strong. They've got local candidates. Remember that we say that on the ballot paper is not Michal Martin or Leo Varadkar, except in their constituencies. It is the local candidates, and they have a reasonably strong uh, slate of local candidates who are dug into their uh, constituencies. So that does give Fianna Fáil an advantage in an election and may help to close that five-point gap uh, with, uh, with Fianna Gael. As they managed to do in the last election. As they did in, uh, as they did in the last uh, election. So, um, so I, I, I don't think that the poll, albeit there's marginal declines in their numbers, I don't think that the poll is unduly um, alarming for Fianna Fáil. I think, yes, they would be disappointed at not picking up a few points given Fianna Gael's decline, but I think that disappointment will be more than... Uh, uh, compensated for with the glee they will take at the uh, the decline of Fine Gael and in particular of Mr. Varadkar's personal rating. So I'm wondering, and you know, taking into account obviously the margin of error comes into play in a, in, a, in a couple of these instances, but the general picture I'm getting is that the plain people of Ireland are a bit cheesed off with the main parties. The data in today's poll certainly does not contradict that, uh, that assertion. And... Um, so what you're seeing, actually, is who are the big winners? Well, if everybody has lost support, then the only place for all that support to go to is obviously to the, 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 the fourth pillar, if you like, of Irish electoral politics, which is the, uh, that, that, that disparate grouping of the independents and small parties with an asterisk that includes uh, the Labour Party, which actually goes up by two points today, albeit within the margin of error, but up from four to six, which is the first encouraging piece of news that the Labour Party has had in a poll in uh, in quite some time. Uh, I think I wouldn't get too excited by it uh, were I in the Labour Party. But actually, the big winners amongst all the independents and small parties have not been those per Labour side, those parties uh, with identifiable, strong political brands, not the Social Democrats, not the Green Party, despite all the talk of climate change of late, not the uh, People Before Profit, not the Socialist Party, 
not the independent alliance in government, but rather the unaligned independents or independent independents whose support has uh, has climbed. And that, I think, is entirely in uh, in keeping with your own uh, your own observation that maybe the plain people of Ireland are uh, are fed up with all the parties and are looking elsewhere. So there has been a general feeling about the place for the last 18 months or so that the next election, whenever it came, would see, if not gains, at least some element of strengthening from the larger parties and some diminishment of the extraordinary performance which we've seen from independents in recent elections. That, that, that the cohort of independents and rural independents, perhaps in particular, would be squeezed by some element of a Fianna Fáil resurgence, getting picked off in a couple of other places as well. But looking at this, that may not be so. Uh, well, it will, but... So the independents and small parties are at 19% today that's still having lost a third of their support from where they were at the last general election when they were up at uh, at 30%. So even if the independents and small parties got 19% in a general election, they would still be faced with the uh, loss of significant number of seats. If Fianna Gael got 30% in a general election, they would be looking at uh, adding seats. If Fianna Fáil starts a general election campaign on 25%, uh, it would expect to pick up some seats over the course of, uh, of that campaign. But... Uh, I, I think certainly this this poll is a slight corrective to one of the big trends that we've seen since the last election, probably the biggest trend in terms of political support since the last election, which has been the return of the big two and the decline of the scattered, the scattered independents and others. Bit of a corrective to that today, but bear in mind it's only one poll. How... Difficult is it really to get a handle on what that independent grouping or, you know, means it's everybody from Kevin Boxer Moran to Catherine Zappone, you know, very different types of voters voting in very different types of circumstances. Yeah, it probably has people amongst the most right, most right wing people and amongst the most left wing people in Irish politics. And big national polls are not, by some distance, the best vehicles for monitor for for measuring the support of the small parties because of course what small parties and independents need is strong candidates in individual constituencies and that is not monitored by this now the global picture won't uh you know won't disprove the uh, the national polls but you know these can't be broken down and uh, assumed to be a reflection of uh, of of the the state of play on the ground in individual constituencies because, you know, we know there will probably be a couple of green TDs, but the Greens are at 2% in this poll. So they have to be stronger in those TDs, such as, you know, Dublin Rath Down, Dublin Bay South, where they have strong high-profile TDs, a handful of other places where they're in with a chance of winning seats. And the same applies to the other independents and small parties. But what we can say, I think, is that disaffection with the two big parties drove the surge in support for independents and small parties at the last election and gave us that great wave of independents and small party TDs uh, in the Dáil. And while that has receded, certainly since the last general election, there's a bit of a corrective to that today. Pat, thanks for that. And that's it from this podcast. Thanks very much to Declan Conlon for producing. We'll be back in your feed fairly soon, but until then, thanks for listening.